what you have gone through in life doesn't always define who you are, but it's part of a larger plan, working for a greater good, a better you. Here is where you'll hear stories of adversity turned into victory, stories of faith, both steadfast and wavering, but testimonies nonetheless that may change your heart, your perspective, even your life. Welcome to Testimonies. And welcome in everyone. I'm Tessa Spencer. Welcome to Testimonies. I said at the beginning that I would share an occasional testimony from my life. And this episode is about gifts. When you're led to do something that you know nothing about, but you hear the words clear as day telling you to do it. Well, let's rewind back to the year 2011. It was just a few weeks before Mother's Day. I was still on my spiritual journey that I shared earlier on when the podcast began and learning to hear God's voice. It was uh, always an exciting time when I would hear specific commands. Now, I'm I'm going to be honest. It was scary at first because that's something that had never happened to me before. But then I looked forward to those moments because I knew that God was with me. He's always with us, but to actually hear It's a different level. Now, on one particular day, I heard, you can make bracelets. For me, it wasn't like a whisper, but it was a a gentle voice. And almost if there was a visual, if I could paint a picture for you, um, picture feeling a breeze, right? And then seeing the words, you can make bracelets floating by in the air. Sort of like that, kind of wafting through, right? You got that? Okay. Now, I said a reluctant okay, and kind of tucked it away in my mental Rolodex because I have a tendency that when spirit speaks to me, I answer out loud. So I'll hear it, you know, no one else around me hears hears it, but I'll go, oh, okay, yeah. And so it's like a, a, a verbal acknowledgement of what I'm hearing. People think I'm a little weird because like, did you say something? No, 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 everything's good. <laughs> but it was so off base when I heard it. And it was, you know, especially unexpected that I wasn't sure what it meant uh, because I'd never thought about crafting before, uh, not once. And after that, I didn't give it another thought after I heard that. But if I fast forward to Mother's Day weekend of 2011, uh, my mother, uh, my stepdad, and my sisters, they were all in town. The whole family was together, which is very rare. Uh, but we went to a local IHOP for breakfast. Uh, we had our usual fun, stayed there about an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, when we were finished eating, we uh, gathered outside the restaurant. Everybody's having their own conversation, just kind of talking. Well, what you going to do? What you going to do? Well, I don't know. This is that and the third. Well, um, a lot had been going on that weekend that my parents had, you know, gone to, and they had taken a lot of pictures. I think they had gone to a couple of birthday parties, uh, and they had those pictures that needed to be developed. So there just happened to be a Walmart that was nearby. So we all decided, hey, we're just going to walk over to the Walmart, drop the film off uh, to the computer, uh, to the uh, photo lab. Uh, And while everyone was standing at the counter, once we got into the Walmart and got to the photo lab, there was like 10 of us. (laughs) We travel in a large group. Um, It just so happened that the craft aisle was adjacent to the photo lab. So I kind of wandered off from everybody, um, glanced down the aisle. I didn't go all the way down the aisle, kind of stopped at the end of the aisle, and I looked down, and I just went, hmm. Now, the hmm part was me acknowledging what I had heard weeks before, but still not seeing how whatever this was, whatever this was going to go or how it was going to go, uh, I didn't know. I was still in a fog about that, but I acknowledge that. But then I walked back to where the rest of my family was standing, 
And uh, the time that they had given them when the picks would be ready was past the time that they needed to get on the road back to North Carolina. So, you know, without really thinking about it, I said, hey, you know, I could pick them up, bring the picks to them because the family was actually going to be getting back together in Atlanta that following weekend for my niece's high school graduation at the time. So, you know, it was a perfect plan. They agreed. That was that. So the next day um, when I got off from work at the radio station, I was doing morning still at the radio station then, um, I headed back to the Walmart. Um, I, and anywhere I go, I'm walking with a purpose. So if anyone sees me out and about, doesn't matter, in the store, I'm moving. Okay, when I walk past, you feel the breeze. I get in, I get out. (laughs) So I made a beeline straight to the photo lab, picked up and paid for the pictures and uh, was on my way out, but not so fast. Remember, I said that the craft aisle was adjacent to the photo lab. Well, as I kind of zipped on past that aisle, because I wasn't even thinking about the whole you can make bracelets thing anymore. uh, The voice I heard this time wasn't like that time, like it was floating on a breeze. Instead, it was more of like a, a command, and it said, do it. Just two words, do it. And it sounded like they meant what they were saying. Uh, so this time, it's it, it kind of stopped me in my tracks. And I'm standing in the middle of the Walmart, the large aisle, one of the main aisles, and I do like I always do. I answered, okay. I did an about face, and I walked back towards and down one of the craft aisles that just so happened to be the area where the beads were. Mm-hmm. And anything and everything you need to make a bracelet. So this is what I started to do. I began to pick up items. Now, mind you, I'd never made a bracelet before, had never seen a bracelet made before, meaning I'd never watched any videos or seen anyone, you know, been in their presence and seen them making them. Didn't know what to get, but I picked up some elastic, um, something like a little scissors. It was like one of the tools. Uh, something was like another clamping tool or something like that. Um, I picked up, I grabbed an assortment of wooden beads in different sizes and shades of brown. So it's like a, as I'm walking down the aisle, my eyes go to something. I see it. I was like, oh, yes, my mind registers that that's what you need. I pick it up. So that's what I did. And the last thing I grab was a pack containing crosses of all sizes, small, medium, large. Now, I got home that afternoon, you know, I checked out, drove home, got home that afternoon. My sons were still with me at this time, and I got them from school, got them settled, helped them with their homework, excuse me, got them ready for bed, and I went to my room where I hopped up in the middle of the bed. No TV, no radio, no sound, because at that time I was learning to to sit in quiet and get used to being uh, to being quiet. Only the sound of my slow and steady breaths. That was the only thing. You know, the room sounded like it had that heavy, like, hum to it, like someone had closed a door and sealed it airtight. It was that type of vibe that was in there. And it was like I was in a trance. Um, I began to thread the beads on the elastic one by one. I gathered the ends, clipped the excess um, elastic off, uh, tied the ends into knots as if I'd done this all before and hid them expertly inside a bead. Like I knew instinctively that's where it was supposed to go. Now, I then added a cross to each using that tool um, that I told you I had never used before when you put the little hook things on and you can bend it and twist it and all the stuff like that. I can't even remember the name of it. And voila. I posted on Facebook that I had discovered a hobby. I made so many bracelets that night. I had to actually stop myself because I was like in a trance, like I said. Now, after I posted on Facebook, I had discovered a hobby, and I put up a couple of pictures of the bracelets. Right away, someone asked me, well, how much are they? 
And then someone asked, well, what's the name of your business? And I told them that, you know, there was no price. It's not a business. It was like a hobby. I was just making them. So it was like a form of meditation for me at the time. But I continued to make the bracelets and I would post pics. You know, one morning I was actually in the middle of the radio morning show. I was sitting on my side of the, the counter on the mic. I think we were playing a song or we were in a commercial break or something like that. And um, I think the, another person had asked me, what's the name of your business? And as I typed back, uh, this was on social media at the time, I typed back, oh, it's not a business. Uh, the voice came to me again. And it was a gentle breeze again. I like the gentle breezes. Uh, carrying the word Beatitudes. And that was like an aha moment for me. The light bulb went off and I said out loud, oh, like the eight Beatitudes in the Bible, but I'll spell it using B. I said it out loud just like that. And uh, my co-host said, Tell me, he looks like, you all right? I was like, oh, no, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know if, if I asked him about that, if he would have remembered that. But so Beatitudes by Tessa LLC was birth, pushed all the way out from that gentle nudge to then that command, then to me doing it, and then to other people encouraging me and so forth and so on. Now, here's the tricky part. The bracelets I made during that time were crafted and still are when I do make them again, uh, are crafted specifically for that person. I don't make the same bracelet twice unless I make it for someone who's ordered um, several of the same bracelets for a group. That's the only that's the only caveat for that. Now, when I designed it and sat down and made them. That person was on my mind, like it was a form of meditation, like I said. And I suppose I was putting, I guess, positive energy into each one. And some of the people I made them for have told me that they couldn't take them off or their day wasn't started until they put them on. But they felt uh, comfort or reassurance when they wore them. And there are people I'm led to make them for. There have been times if I was wearing one that I made, I would take it off my wrist and give it to them. It could be a stranger. It could be someone that I know, but I would get that nudging to say, give it to them. And I would do that. And there were times that my spirit wouldn't let me make one for someone. And that's the part that's a little tricky. If someone constantly asks me, hey, I want you to make me a bracelet, make me a bracelet, I would move further away from their request. I don't know why, because I felt like I had to be moved to make them. And if somebody requested me to make one for them, we were connected in some way, even if they were a stranger, if you know what I mean when it comes to that. But uh, this testimony is to, to get you to recognize that we all have gifts, and God has given us signs, sent us messages, letting us know what that gift is, but we choose to ignore it, put it on the back burner, don't think that it's feasible to, to accomplish, maybe. But all we have to do is listen. But first, we must get quiet. The world, you know, so noisy. There's social media. There's, you know, too many platforms to keep up with, posting every minute of your life, all trying to satisfy this need of not missing anything and being in the know and having people know what you're doing. Those are distractions. Now, used properly, these platforms can be a source of motivation. Don't get me wrong, okay? But the change comes first with seeking, then silence, then hearing, and then finally being obedient, which is the hardest part for some people. And that's the follow through and doing what you've been guided to do. Now, admittedly, 
It's been a while since I've made any Beatitudes and I do miss it. Maybe it's time to get back to what God told me I could do. And I'm kind of getting motivated just after doing this episode uh, to not use a gift that he already knew I had is disrespectful. He gave it to me for a reason so that I could share with you to share it with people near and far. So I guess I need to get back to God's business and that's doing what he requires of me. Now you can follow Beatitudes by Tessa. You spell it B-E-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-S. You know, like Beatitudes by the uh, in the Bible, the eight Beatitudes, you know, spelled with B-E-A-T. But because I use beads, it's B-E-A-D. And that's Beatitudes by Tessa, LLC on Facebook. Uh, you'll be able to see some past pieces that I've done. And I'll be posting new bracelets soon. Uh, who they'll go to, only time will tell. Use your gifts. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to be a guest or if you just want to share your testimony, call 843 608 0804 that's 8436080804 or email testimonies with tessa at gmail.com